You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Now, listen to me. Maturity. Let me give you this verse. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Here's the great advantage of maturity. Maturity doesn't mean temptation goes away. Maturity doesn't mean I don't continue to maintain those other things, the first three things we talked about. But maturity means I don't fail nearly like I did when I was a baby. Spiritual maturity doesn't mean that temptation goes away. In fact, the enemy may come at you harder to try to turn you from your walk with Jesus. But as Pastor Danny reminds you in his message today, those temptations won't seem nearly as enticing as they used to. You'll find that as a mature follower of Jesus, you won't fail nearly as often. Pastor Danny also teaches today that your growing connection to your Savior will help create in you a desire to love as He loves and to do good wherever you go. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1 with today's edition of The Living Word. I began practicing self-control in the area of sexual temptation. I'm a happily married man at 56. I still have to do that every day. Let me just throw a word of encouragement, uh, exhortation. If you think marriage will solve your sexual temptation problems, you are deceived. (laughs) You are deceived. And you can have the happiest marriage to the best looking person in the whole world, at least to you. All right. That won't solve your sexual temptation problems. Mark my word. And without this developed in my life, without this maintained in my life, I'm going down. I'm going down, even though I'm a happily married man. First Corinthians chapter nine, Paul says, therefore, I don't run like a man running aimlessly. I don't fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I've preached to others, I myself would not become a castaway. It's a daily discipline. Now, each one of these could be a whole message in themselves. I think the scripture is clear. And listen, the Christian life, we ought to develop and maintain self-control, but not just in the area of sexual temptation in every area, in our eating habits. I used to love and I still do. But I was, I don't know if it's too strong of a word. I might have been addicted to ice cream. I used to eat ice cream every single night, every night, every night. Years ago, when it was a practice to do it every night, I don't know what happened that day. I, I had a rough day, and I came home to our first little apartment, Pepper Tree Village, and uh, my wife's there, and I'm, it's later at night, and I'm on the couch, and I lean over, and she's over in the kitchen or somewhere, and she comes around, she sees me with my head in my hands like this, you know, and she's like, oh, no, what in the world's wrong with him? And then she heard me say, with my head in my hands like this, she heard me say, I just need some ice cream. <laughs> it's even funnier when she tells it story. You know what I did? You know what I did years ago when when I realized that? You know what I did? I began as a practice of self-discipline. As a part of my Christian life, I began to say no to dessert. And I'm still doing that today. And you will rarely, you will rarely, now I don't have a vow that I won't eat dessert till I get to the kingdom. You know, (laughs) hey, that's crazy. You know, who would do that? Don't do that by the way. That's a foolish vow. 
But, but look, you will rarely see me eat dessert. And some people think it's because I don't like dessert. That's not true. That's not true. Banana pudding is the one that's hard to get away from. I love potato chips. I can sit down and eat a whole bag of potato chips. Whole bag, big bag. I mean, I could do the commercial, you can't eat just one. That's true. Friday, my third son asked his mother if Saturday morning, before he goes off to do some ministry, if she would prepare one of the, his tasty breakfasts that he loves so much. We only have occasionally, thank God. I'd be dead if we had this every day. Um, bacon gravy and biscuits. And so the next morning, here I'm having my devotions, and all of a sudden I smell it. The bacon's going. What a, that's a wonderful smell, too, isn't it? It's just a wonderful. It goes through the whole house, and you're like, oh, man, that's better, oh, that's better than incense. And I was a hippie. <laughs> you know if you know what I mean? <laughs> so yesterday morning, it's still fresh in my mind. I can smell it. And she gets the biscuits, and they're so warm and soft, and we get the bacon gravy, and I, I will just confess. Look, and I'm right with God again, but I had three helpings. Three helpings. But that's a stumble. That's an exception. I try to practice, and we should practice self-control in every area of life. Because without it, listen, before we move on, uh, this is a proverb that stuck with me for years. Like a city whose walls are broken down is a man who lacks self-control. If you don't have this, you get the picture here. You get the message. You have no defense. There's no defense without it, developing it and maintaining it. Fruit of the Spirit, but it's something I have to do daily. Develop it, maintain it. Now, the next virtue is perseverance. This is where the road turns in a good direction. This, if I'll continue to keep moral excellence as a part of my Christian walk, if I'll continue to saturate my life with the Word of God, if I'll continue to develop and maintain self-control, and I do that over the long haul, I persevere in it. I'll mature. Now, listen to me. Maturity. Let me give you this verse. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Here's the great advantage of maturity. Maturity doesn't mean temptation goes away. Maturity doesn't mean I don't continue to maintain those other things, the first three things we talked about. But maturity means I don't fail nearly like I did when I was a baby. I don't scream all the time. You don't have to change my diaper all the time. I don't wear diapers anymore. Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't wear diapers anymore. And I don't, you will never see me sucking on a bottle. You'll never see me sucking on a bottle. And you'll never see me eating Gerber. I like steak. I like filet naan. I like it medium. On the grill. Marinated. Bacon wrapped. <sighs> we got to get out of here. You'll become mature. Now, here's the deal. Look, persevering means I'll, I'll mature. And then, then, this gets naturally added to my life. People that know you, they look and they go, 
You are not the same person you were five years ago. You are you're a godly person. You're a godly person. And then I think it's interesting, this one is added, added near the end of the list. I don't think that's an accident. This naturally goes with godliness too, brotherly kindness. I'm telling you, it takes years sometimes. It took me years. Thank God I live long enough that I, I really believe, and I had, I've had people confirm it. You know, in this message I said, you know, I, I really believe I'm much more kind now than I was five years ago. And a lady that's been a part of the church for years and years and years came up and she said, you know, you're exactly right. You're much more kind than you were five years ago. I I thought for a minute and then I said, well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But I really believe that's true and I've had people confirm it. But but it takes years. Takes years. And then you get to the pinnacle. This is ultimate godliness. Love. I did a little message that for our all staff meeting once a month on Thursday morning, we get all of our staff together. I don't usually share anything there. I don't usually teach there, but if God gives me something, I'll bring it. Early Thursday morning, God gave me something and I felt like he wanted me to share. The thing that ended up being the climax of what I shared was the Apostle Paul. And you look from the beginning of his Christian walk and some of his later writings, and you notice as you read his writings as he became an older Christian, that he's a different man. He's a different man. He grew. And this was the pinnacle that you can witness. And I'm not going to go back through all the verses I shared, but I'll just read you one that kind of says it all. When he closes Second Timothy in that little letter, he says in verse 14, Alexander the metal worker did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. This is an unbeliever that did Paul a bunch of harm, and he says, I ain't going to get an attitude about it, and I ain't going to lash out at him. The Lord will take care of him. Two verses later, here's what he says. At my first defense, as he stands before the court, he's a prisoner. At my first defense, no one came to my support. He's talking about believers here. But everyone deserted me. May it not be held against them. You see, that's Jesus. This is the kind of love, this is the kind of love that loves somebody whether they love you back or not. You can love a wife that doesn't love you with this kind of love. You can love a husband that doesn't love you with this kind of love. You can love a father-in-law, a mother-in-law. You can love, you can love people that are very unlovely with this kind of love. And what a great benefit to see this. This is the pinnacle of maturity in the Christian life. The Apostle Peter's first letter encouraged the lives of believers spread far and wide, forced from their home due to their devotion to Jesus. Today, though you may not be facing the same kind of persecution, there will be people that oppose your message of hope. The enemy wants you to be silent, but your story and the grace of Jesus just can't be kept silent. Don't hide Jesus from people. Live Him out in your daily life and proclaim His praises wherever you go. Thanks for tuning in today for Pastor Danny's teaching on the Living Word. If you'd like to hear more of his messages from this series on the book of 1 Peter, visit ccfstpete.church. Feel free to download or share the teachings you find from the Living Word or visit our YouTube channel. 
There you can immerse yourself in our weekly services. We'd encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel too. That way you'll be notified as soon as we post anything new. If you're in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. Join us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. Find out more about Calvary Chapel Fellowship at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you can't join us in person, we do offer a live stream of our weekend services. Just visit the website and click the link in the menu. Thanks for tuning in today to The Living Word.